Hey everyone, welcome to The Exchange Daily. Today is Monday, May 11th, 2020. This is episode 22 of The Exchange Daily Podcast. I did not think it'd be going on this long. Our hope originally was to stay connected to the church um, during this pandemic and just to meditate on God's Word, to go through scriptures, and we are still here. And I hope that this has been encouraging to you guys. We miss you. Um, I, I cannot encourage everyone enough to stay connected. Join a Zoom group, a digital group. Do not be shy. Uh, do not think you don't need this. Press into community, even if it's online for a little while. Uh, but listen, our hope is just to meditate on God's Word and, and just to go through uh, some Scripture right now. So we're going to look at Psalm 29. Psalm 29. I just actually want to read this Psalm all the way through because I think it's it's powerful to hear it as a whole, and then we'll discuss it. Psalm 29, it's a Psalm of David. He writes, Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The glory, the God of glory, thunders. The Lord over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon to skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple all cry glory. The the Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Psalm 29. Uh, this psalm begins with ascribe to the Lord or attribute to the Lord. He's calling all all of us, all really just beings created by God. He says ascribe or give worth to the Lord, give glory to the, the Lord. Like this is a call to worship. This is a call to recognize who God is how we come under him, ascribe to the Lord the glory of his strength, the glory to his name. There's power in his name as we've discussed in different psalms. Um, Here's what's interesting to me. This psalm is a psalm of David. Now, it actually kind of quotes the first two verses, quote, basically, uh, 1 Chronicles 16. And if you remember, maybe this story, the Philistines took the Ark of the Covenant captive, uh, David, and the, you know, the people of Israel get the Ark of the Covenant back. He's celebrating. He's rejoicing. He's kind of dancing in his undergarments. His wife is ashamed of him. She despises him, it says, in her heart. And David, you know, says to her after she pulls him aside and says, you look like a fool. He's like, I'll be even more undignified than this. Um, and and then he, he pitches a tent for the Ark of the Covenant and David actually that day, it's interesting, in 1 Chronicles 16, verse 7, he appoints Asaph and his brothers to just give thanksgiving to the Lord. I mean, Asaph, as we know, wrote a lot of psalms. So it's interesting to see Asaph 
there in First Chronicles and then later in the Psalms. And, and then David writes or sings this beautiful psalm in First Chronicles 16. And it's almost as if he's quoting from that, remembering how the glory of God came back into Israel when the Ark of the Covenant came back. And the Ark of the Covenant just really like represented how God's glory was with them or when it was away, it was apart from them. Uh, later, they could have the Ark but not have the glory of God. It just kind of became more of a symbol but early on, it was like, man, if the ark is here, God's glory is here. And he's saying, ascribe, ascribe glory, ascribe glory to him, to his name. And he's just saying, give, give God worship. Recognize who he is. Recognize he's in our presence. I don't know if we always recognize that God is in our midst, that God is in our presence. And so David is, is singing about this, the glory of God. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. In verse 3 through 9, he just is just talking about the voice of God the power of God's voice and not just the sound of it that it's loud. Like, yes, it's powerful. He describes that, but just what comes with the voice of God. So here's what I see. Um, God speaks and creation responds. God speaks and creation responds. Whenever he speaks, there's like this, this response where like, it says even like the, the deer gives birth, the, the trees are broken up. It's like God speaks and boom, just things happen. You know, we're told in, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, uh, it says, By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. He says, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. Just God speaks and things come into existence. And it's interesting because creation responds to the word of God, but we those who are made in God's image don't always respond to his word. It seems as if everything on earth responds when God speaks, except for man. So sadly, obviously, um, man, we don't always follow God. Like God, I won't say sadly, but God obviously has given us a will, which is beautiful, which is a great thing. And we can either choose to follow him or not. So even though creation just like submits whatever he says goes, when it comes to man, we have the option to submit, to do it. Creation response. I mean, there's just power in God's word. Now, here's what I want you to see and I need to see. Um, I don't ever want to underestimate what the word of God can do in my life. I don't ever want to underestimate the power of God's word, how it just changes things, how creation responds. Don't underestimate, listen, don't underestimate what the Bible can do in your life. I mean, it's called the breath of God for a reason. This is not just, you know, the, the written word. This is the spoken word that we wrote, that we wrote down, that God has spoken. It's the breath, the theopneustos, the breath of God. And I'd never want to underestimate when God speaks, things change. So when you read the Bible, listen, expect to be changed. Pray to be changed. Listen, um, if God can do this in the world, what can he do in your world? If God can, you know, change everything in a moment by speaking, by speaking the worlds into existence, by if God can just do whatever he wants by speaking, what can he do when we give him time and we open up his word? And so here's what we see in verse five and eight. This is really interesting. Verse five says, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars. Verse eight, the voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness. And the idea is what God's word does, he does. So if God's word does something, he does that. So it says like the, the voice of God actually broke the trees, but he's like, no, the, the, the Lord actually broke the tree. Like, so whatever God's word is doing, God is doing. 
So here is the idea. At the end of this psalm, the people are hearing the voice of God in a sense, and it says all the people in the temple, they just cry glory, glory. Remember, it begins with ascribing glory. It ends with glory. It's basically saying um, when God speaks, there is a weight or heaviness. It's hard to describe this, but I think you, you've you come under this before where maybe you've, you're listening to a, the word of God being preached or you're just reading the Bible and there's something about the Bible, how it's weighty, it's heavy. You can just sense God speaking, like come under this. And it's the people in the temple are just hearing, in a sense, the voice of God and they cry glory. And I love that thought of the people just unanimously hearing the word of God, just go glory. Like this is weighty. This is heavy. This is too much. And so we see the power of God's voice, but I'm also reminded it's not just like a fire, which it is. It's not just like the voice of many waters, which it is. But I'm reminded of the story um, with Elijah and how God just speaks to him in a still, small voice. And I think, listen, the Lord is speaking. Are we quiet enough to hear him? Sometimes the Lord speaks powerfully and we still don't hear him. Um, but the Lord is speaking to us and over us. And, and here's why I want to actually, you know, say, remind you of what the Lord speaks over us. In number six, God tells Moses, Moses, tell your brother Aaron to speak this over the people. And he says, you shall say to them, and this is the Lord speaking, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is the voice of the Lord that's speaking to Moses, to speak to Aaron, to say, say this over the people. And I want you to hear what God wants to say to you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious, be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is what the Lord wants to speak over his people. Blessing, that he keeps you, that he's looking at you and upon you, that he, he wants to give you grace. He wants to give you peace. You know, sometimes I think we, we just think God maybe wants to, or God is looking for his opportunity to speak condemnation over us. When in reality, God is looking just to speak words of life over us. And if the Lord is saying, the Lord bless you and keep you, if the Lord speaks the world into existence, listen, he can speak peace into you. He can speak grace into you. I would say, let him listen to him. Receive that. The Lord is speaking that. Listen, this Psalm, Psalm 29, is about God's glory, how it came back to Israel, how they're saying we want to hear the voice of God. It ends with talking about how Jesus Really, how God, Jesus, is the king enthroned. He's the king forever. He's the king over his people. And it's all tied to the word of God is going to happen. What God says, he does. What God says, he does. He says it, he will do it. Let him say it, he'll do it. He'll do it. Listen, love you guys, miss you guys so much. Uh, be a part of community sign up for any group happening this week we would love for you to be a part of what's happening um, that's it i love you guys i miss you guys so much god bless you